Welcome to the Self-Love Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Ross Rosenberg. I am the author of The Human Magnet Syndrome, The Codependent Narcissist Trap, and the creator of the Codependency Cure and Hitch Trauma Resolution Treatment Programs. If you identify with codependency, which I renamed the Self-Love Deficit Disorder, or you're caught in the crosshairs of narcissistic abuse or gaslighting, you've come to the right place. Expect the very best information that I know, whether from my own personal journey of recovery or through my 35 years of professional experience. What separates my work from others is my understanding of the origin of the problem, the solutions, and the necessity to take responsibility for one's broken picker that always points them to the dream of the soulmate, but the nightmare of the cellmate. So join my self-love recovery community and set your sights on the cure, self-love abundance. So in my attempts to talk about self-love recovery, I sometimes will come up with ideas that are controversial and uh, not to mention a few of them, um, but there are some videos that sometimes strike people the wrong way and incite a little bit of um, antagonistic disagreement. I'm okay with that uh, because my goal is to say the truth, to keep the integrity of that truth, and to give people information that they need to know. So I tell you this is because the title might be a little controversial. I mean, the idea that the golden rule, the one that people attribute um, to Jesus, um, saying that golden rule is responsible for gaslighting and that you should not listen to it always, that could be heretical um, to some, that could be blasphemous to, to many, or just downright wrong to a lot of people. Well, to be honest, I don't care. All I care about is the facts, the, the emotional and psychological facts of my message and how they impact someone with self-love deficit disorder who is in self-love recovery trying to seek resolution of their SLDD and finally become self-love abundant because that's the codependency cure. And many of my videos on YouTube talk about that. Um, they're excerpts of, of, of these teachings, this education I create. But I also have full-length seminar videos that range from two hours to six hours available on selfloverecovery.com. So you guys know where my heart is and, and, and what I'm trying to do. Um, before I proceed, I have no negative opinion on any religions, and I am not going to even discuss my religious or spiritual beliefs. But it is true that the golden rule, do unto others as you would expect them to do to you, or more precisely, and I'm looking at my notes here, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. I mean, that, that, that is nothing but positive, a positive statement. In fact, that can be traced all the way back in, back into 1780 BC. Um, I mean, we find that in the Christian Bible, um, the Jewish Bible, Confucius said it. Um, even in, uh, in 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 Hinduism, it, it is said in the and I you know I can't even pronounce it, but I'm going to try the Anusasana Purva. And excuse me, because I'm probably wrong in my pronunciation. But it, and I'm quoting it. One should never do that to another, which one regards as injurious to one's own self. The point is, 
I have no issue with the golden rule. I do have a major issue in how it plays out in the mind of someone with self-love deficit disorder or codependency. It is a dangerous rule because it is a part of the gaslighting process that they are not even conscious about. And, and, and let me be clear, um, gaslighting um, is um, um, a process, and, and I, talk, I talk about it in a few of my YouTube videos and have a four-hour full-length feature uh, seminar on my website. Gaslighting is when someone indoctrinates or implants ideas and thoughts and feelings and information about the person or the victim that is not necessarily true. They manipulate the environment so that person identifies with what the gaslighter has suggested and starts to believe them to be true. And then once they believe them, believe that it's true, it becomes their own narrative. And, and I talk about this in my seminar about the, the self-narratives and the relational narratives and inculcation and, and the other information. But once it becomes their narrative, then it, it, they identify it as who they are. And that gaslit narrative controls them and they never know. Now it's important for you to hear that. Once you internalize the narrative that has been implanted, um, I'm not good enough. I'm never going to get accepted into college. I'm too short for anyone to really find me attractive. I'm not smart enough. Um, I talk too much. I'm anxious. Once you internalize that and you believe it, and then you start holding yourself accountable, in other words, you start feeling bad because of it, that's part of the isolating process um, that the gaslighter uses in order to control you in order to meet their own needs. So when you have someone with SLDD, self-love deficit disorder or codependency, and they are spiritual and religious and they believe in the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. What happens when you exercise that golden rule in narcissistic relationship with relationships with pathological narcissists? What do you think happens to the person who keeps trying to abide by the golden rule? Well, this is part of the gaslighting. They keep giving people the benefit of the doubt. They keep trying to do what Jesus or God or um, or whatever religious figure is attached to um, that rule, they they want to emulate the perfection of the of the unconditionally loving and accepting God and make them make that themselves. But we know from all of my other material that um, when the SLD, the codependent, is unconditionally accepting and they're in a relationship with a pathological narcissist who is manipulative, selfish, harmful, you've seen all those videos, um, then they are manipulated, they are coerced, they are brainwashed or gaslit um, 
their generosity, their altruism, their giving nature becomes the very, um, the very, um, I'm going to be very articulate here, <laughs> the very thing that the narcissist holds on to that they can twist around in the, in the SLD's head and turn the SLD against themselves. It's part of the gaslighting narrative on inculcation or the implantation. So when you say, I don't care what he or she does, I always and will always believe I'm going to do unto others as they would have them do unto me, you become prey for pathological narcissists. So it, it is counterintuitive, almost paradoxical, that such a beautiful, wonderful saying is extremely dangerous for an SLD who's in recovery. Um, or any SLD, because it allows them to stay in relationships or rationalize why they should stay in relationships. Now, let me be clear, and, and this is, and please listen carefully, because I don't want to hear any complaints <laughs> about this. If you are not an SLD and you fit what I call healthy or normal, which means you have problems, and you're always a few steps ahead of them, or when you have those problems, you figure out a way to solve them, or you have the internal, um, um, you have the internal resources to solve them, or you, you obtain external resources to solve them. That's what I call normal people. So if you're normally healthy, and you abide by the golden rule, and someone says to you, you know, or steals, um, or abuses you, or a pathological narcissist comes your way, um, you don't bring out the golden rule to justify why you don't do something or why you should be compassionate. No, you protect yourself, you set boundaries, you hold people accountable. And that golden rule doesn't even come up to, your, come up to one's mind at the time. That's healthy. Because I don't know, and I'm not a biblical scholar, but I would bet a lot of money, and I say this rhetorically, because I don't gamble, that there's not a place in the Bible or any Bible that says we should be nice to people and who exploit us and who use our altruism, our kindness, our patience, our unconditional love um, against us um, and our kindness and, and, and the empathy that and, and the altruism that comes from the golden rule that uh, um, we should just live that rule while we are suffering in, in our life. Um, and I'm, I'm going to stay connected to that belief that I can't imagine any Bible or any God espousing that. So the point, the, the point of my message here is when you have this religious, um, and it could be... Um, um, this religious, this uh, idea, like the golden rule. And there are many forms of religious ideology. Um, um, and I don't say spiritual, because spirituality and religion are very different. Religion is, is what you practice um, and what you do in order to meet your spiritual needs. And spirituality is more of a connection, an internal feeling, a relationship. They both go together, by the way. But when your religion says 
you should always um, accept harm and forgive people who hurt you, um, and it's at your own detriment, then that religion is espousing self-love deficit disorder and can be used by manipulative, gaslighting, pathological narcissists to hurt you even more. And I know many, many healthy, normal, healthy um, folks who are neither SLD or narcissistic who really practice the golden rule, but also know when to set boundaries and deal with people that are, for lack of better words, are assholes, that are just harmful. So let me address this problem from a different angle. So when the, goal, when, when the SLD uses the golden rule um, in a relationship to try to pr uh, process and make sense of why um, people aren't good to them or why they're not uh, being treated well or being treated reciprocally, um, and they just stay connected to what they were taught. And perhaps they were taught this by um, narcissistic parents who misinterpreted um, religion. Perhaps they were taught this by um, someone, uh, a religious figure, who um, misinterpreted the message. But, um, but they grew up believing that it is godly, um, and it's your way to um, everlasting salvation and heaven, or whatever your religious belief is, that you forgive people, um, and you accept them at face value, um, and you find in your heart to see the best in them. Um, again, great stuff when you're healthy. Absolutely great stuff. But to a codependent, to an SLD, that type of religious indoctrination, and that can be any religion, causes great shame. If someone has self-love deficit disorder, I've already explained this in many of my videos, um, self-love deficit disorder is just a symptom. And if we look at the SLDD pyramid, that's in my codependency, my codependency cure seminar at selfloverecovery.com, the SLDD pyramid shows that SLDD, codependency, is just a symptom. At the very uh, foundation is core attachment trauma, the trauma you experience as a child from your narcissistic parent. On top of that is core shame. On top of that is pathological loneliness. On top of that is SLDD addiction. And of course, at the very top of the pyramid is the problem, SLDD or what many people call codependency. So to understand SLDD and understand why living a life that um, um, promotes the golden rule or other um, sayings or philosophies that don't necessarily protect someone, um, the shame that it, that it triggers or activates is what I call the original shame that comes from a childhood of just not feeling good enough because the narcissistic parent couldn't love you for who you were. It's who you ended, had to be in order to feel safe, loved, or valued. It, it also triggers or activates self-doubt. So when you are living your life and loving people unconditionally, um, practicing the golden rule, and 
no one's practicing it back to you or fewer practicing it back to you because of the human magnet syndrome. If you've read my book, you know about it. If you want to, it's on my website. But the human magnet syndrome says that SLDs or codependents always fall for narcissists. So there's no coincidence that the SLD is going to be in a relationship with narcissists. And the shame, the self-doubt, and, and it might even come up in their prayers. Why, God, am I always being so loving and forgiving like you have taught me and people are not doing it back to me? Inevitably, because of the attachment trauma and the core shame, come the self-doubt. Um, something's wrong with me. And then from there is the loneliness, the pathological loneliness that I talk about. This deep pervasive feeling of you're alone in this world and no one loves you and will ever love you. Um, and from this loneliness comes this need to get rid of it. And that's the addiction that ties you into the narcissist because as long as you're in a relationship with someone, you don't have to feel lonely. So. What I'm saying is, you know, people who take religious concepts or religious sayings that are not meant to be generalized, such as the golden rule, um, it perpetuates self-love deficit disorder, coarse shame, confusion, self-doubt, and pathological loneliness. But more than all of that, it puts the SLD into a double bind. Their parents raise them that you should always give and don't expect a lot in return because that's what a good person does. That's the inculcation or the uh, gaslighting that happens in childhood. Um, all of the relationships from that, because of the human magnet syndrome, they're in relationships with narcissists and they don't have a voice with someone whose voice controls a relationship. What happens is their life becomes this double bind as long as they hold on to these golden rule and these beliefs that you should forgive people or uh, um, always you know, give someone a second, third, fourth, fifth, 20th chance, um, what you've done is you've essentially cemented that person in a, a lifelong double bind where they can't win for losing. Um, and enough double binds um, beat down the SLD where they just finally give up and that self-love deficit goes lower and lower, which is why codependency is virtually impossible to cure because everyone's working on the superficial elements when the real issues is the self-love deficit disorder and all the layers that caused it. So I want to kind of, I want to wrap up, um, and I want and I want to say that I am a huge fan of religion, spirituality, and uh, I promote it all the time in, in all of the therapy that I use. Um, it's not the term itself, the golden rule, that I have exception with. It's the way that some people expect others to practice it at the absence of self-care and self-protection. It's not the concept of forgiveness I'd have any issue with. It's when the belief system, the philosophy, and the religious indoctrination teaches um, people who practice 
forgiveness in a way that it disempowers them. It disconnects them from themselves. It takes their self-love deficit disorder and puts more and more layers to it so that they become further and further away from ever finding self-love. I hope That's you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Building yeah, a self-love recovery that, community very means the world to me. Spread the uh, word. I think you know what we're talking about. Program, and until we meet next, comes at I'd like to leave you my favorite of all program, sayings I by George Eliot. It's that. never too late uh, to be what you might have been. Don't forget that. Our future uh, is in our hands, despite what anyone so, has told you before. I thank you, you all for you having an open mind. self-love abundant person that it is always dreamt of. To it's follow the great teachings and wisdoms of um, our philosophers and uh, religious figures or your God. But understand, those words were written within a context and now are sometimes used against whether intentionally or unintentionally, the very people that have the best ability to actually practice them. SLDs can, will forgive everyone. 